Hey, coaches, welcome to Championship Culture. We've got a fantastic guest for you tonight. Mike Joyner is the uh, athletic director and head baseball coach at Wake Forest High School in North Carolina. And Mike is uh, widely regarded as uh, not only an elite level athletic director, but also uh, one of the best baseball coaches in the state. Uh, coach, I, I sure do appreciate you coming on and doing this with us, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, gl I'm glad uh, glad to get away. I was down at a wrestling match and uh, I'd be, be more than willing to come out here and talk some baseball. So <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So let's jump into it. Question number one. Can you give a one minute elevator introduction of yourself? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm from Duplin County. Um, I was born and raised in Faison right there near you. And uh, we uh, I went to North Duplin High School, graduated there in 1989 and uh, went to East Carolina and graduated there in 93. Started my coaching career um, at Selma Middle School in 19 January of 94, and I uh, was baseball, football, and uh, coach and athletic director there. And I went to Smithfield Summer High School to be a uh, assistant football coach and head baseball coach in 1996, and uh, was there for 16 years uh, as the head baseball coach. I coached football for seven of those, and then um, eight of eight. Uh, the last eight years, I was athletic director. Then uh, for one year in 2012 and 2013, I, I was at a, actually the head baseball coach and assistant football coach at Hopton High School. And um, then I got the uh, athletic director job at Wake Forest High School and um, was just an AD for two years and then got the baseball, took that over, um, over for the last seven. So, um, and I, I live in Franklin, North Carolina with my wife, Cindy, who's the receptionist here at the school. And my son, Zach, is a, a sophomore baseball player at Lewisburg College. Awesome, awesome. And you, you got the, uh, now everyone's gonna be jealous when I say this, but you got your big retirement coming up next month. And then you're gonna be moving over to a, a private school and double dipping. I know you're excited about that. Right, yeah, um, uh, the opportunity presented itself at Carvance Academy, which is like 20 minutes from my house. Um, last May, um, you know, not not too intense, but there was some talking going on and uh, it presented itself again uh, right after Thanksgiving and um, and it was, it was too good to turn down. So I just, I'm going to be able to, in the end of tenure here at Wake Forest on January 31st and the next day I'll be there on February 1st. So give me a chance to, draw a little retirement and draw salary and um, have, have a lot less uh, going on. It's a, it's a small school with about, I think, eight or nine varsity sports uh, um, and, and not a whole lot of, not a, not a huge teaching assignment at all, just more or less supervision stuff in the gym during the day. Awesome, awesome. Well, I know you're excited about that. I, I bet your family's excited about that too. Uh, let's jump into this thing because, Coach, you got a lot of experience and we got a lot of guys on here that want to steal your good ideas. So let's start with uh, question number two. What is your definition of culture? Um, I think culture in your program has got to start with the values you hold. Um, what you want to instill in your kids as far as what kind of people they're going to be and what kind of values they have. They, you know, you coach kids that come from a lot of different parenting styles and a lot of different uh, backgrounds and, and situations. And then, and then you kind of instill that, that, that this is how we're going to consistently be. And then, uh, and then you got to mold their attitudes. You can't have uh, attitudes all over the, all over the place. So you you got to have those on the same page. 
and then it all comes back down to, to what you want your goals to be. You know, I started, you know, a, re, a rebuild a program at, at Smithfield Selma, and you got to start with small goals up to them. Um, same thing, same thing with Hopton and Wake Forest. Both those, all the, all three of those programs when I, when I got them were 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 a little down, and um, so it, it, you got to become goal oriented, and then uh, you got to be able to compete. I mean, competition is part of your culture, being competitive, and then. Uh, last thing I try to do is, uh, you know, when I've gone into these three different programs, is you got to establish uh, positive relationships with the parents and the players. Um, they got to trust you. They're not going to play hard for you and trust you unless, you know, unless you have those good relationships. And they got to be able to come to you when they need something and and um, and and not feel intimidated by that. So keeping that that communication line is very important. Uh, I think once the other thing, you know, you can have different types of culture depending on what you're doing. I mean, you can have a fun culture if you're coaching a rec team, but you know, at, at our level, um, our, our, our main goal is is to not win at all costs, but to win, um, you know, and that kind of thing. And then I think, you know, positive, just just positive culture is, a, is, the, is the big thing, keeping things positive. Um, you know, a lot of times you inherit situations that have been negative and you got to turn those into positive situations. So, and then, you know, once again, dealing with individuals in baseball, dealing with individual personalities is probably more so in, in baseball than, than say like a football team where you're more, you're more team driven because baseball is a very individual sport and you have to mold that into a team concept. Now, I've never coached, well, I coached baseball for like, uh, like two weeks filling in for someone one time, but I always thought that the parent situation was a lot tougher in baseball than it was in football. What what what's your take on that? Um, he, uh, so so outside looking in, I would say that's probably true because uh, we did. You know, we get our kids for twenty four games a year and travel and showcase baseball. Get those for you know fifty or seventy five games a year, and um, and you know they're 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 paying good money to to um to play so. When they're, you know, they're you know, when they're in that showcase, they feel like they have the right to kind of, you know, maybe act a certain way. But um, but I, you know, I just have I just have some some kind of guidelines with parents that I follow, and they're pretty simple. You know, I don't discuss playing time, I don't discuss coaching philosophy, and I don't discuss positioning. So um, if there's anything else they want to talk about, then then I'm good. And and if they make it in my office and they start talking about playing time, then I just tell them it's going to be a short meeting. So. Um, but uh, but I think those are the three things that that are kind of non-negotiable with me with with parents and that service pretty well and I've always had really good relationships with parents at, at all three head coaching stops so uh, I think that works. Awesome. All right. So uh, here's the big one. Question number three: What are the three best things you do to build culture in your program? Um, I got three concepts I use or three terms um, and I've used them at every at every stop. Uh, first of all, we, we're gonna we're gonna outwork people. Um, you know, when we're we're gonna outwork people, in the, we're gonna try to outwork people in the off season. Uh, we're we're gonna try to outwork people during the season, during the summer. Um, so that hard work really has to get instilled. You know, our practices are gonna be um, longer than most. Uh, they're gonna be uh, filled with detail. They're gonna be filled with 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 activity, and we we get after it pretty good. Um, and I know, you know. I, I'll just use an example. You, you, you know, when I when I first came to Wake Forest, 
first day of baseball tryouts, I wasn't the coach, and I walked out of the field house at 4.30, and our team was was coming up the, the road to leaves. Sorry, I have an automatic light in my office. <laughs> uh, if I black out a couple times, I don't move for like a minute, it goes off. But uh, anyway, um, and I, I just couldn't believe, you know, an hour and a half, and, and they, had, they had done everything they needed to do. So, uh, and then I think just being, you know, determination is another uh, key part of our culture. Uh, you got to be determined uh, to meet your goals. You got to be determined to, to to be on time. You got to be determined to be disciplined and 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 thrive on the structure. And and then you got to be. And then you got to be. I mean, to be successful in sports, you got to be willing to sacrifice something. I mean, you you know you can't you know you can't work part. You can't work a full time job and be a baseball player. You know you can't. So so you got to make choices. And um and sometimes those require sacrifices. And 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 that even goes into um, with the coaches, you know, we make sacrifices and, and with the parents, they make sacrifices. So, um, but, uh, those always been my building blocks of, of, of my program culture and I've kind of stuck through it through the years. Um, I, I'm a strong believer in structure too. Uh, you know, there's a practice plan daily. Um, the kids, the kids have that available to them. Uh, the coaches have that available to them, but we'll usually work on that first thing in the morning and then I'll email it out to the coaches and it'll be posted in the dugout um on most days and um and then um and then I think then it just comes down to discipline discipline's a byproduct of your culture I mean if you if you if you got those things in place then the discipline part's easy and 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 being you know rigid with that so um and then and then the other thing I kind of always um am big on we if if we're going to be if we're going to be baseball players we need to look like baseball players we're going to we're all going to have haircuts. We're all going to be shaved. We're going to dress the same. Um, game day, practice day, you know, I have specific parts of that. So I think all those things just kind of add into, um, you know, what you do. I, I've also had um, – I was fortunate enough to play for uh, Ken Avent Sr. at North Dupin High School. That's uh, Ken Avent Jr.'s dad. Me and Ken Avent Jr. and I were um, college – I mean, our high school classmates. And um, three things Sr. taught me. I don't know if he ever actually said it, but three things I gathered from just being a coach is you have to have a system that you believe in. And you know that because you have a system you believe. I've seen you everywhere you've coached and your system is you believe in it and you run it and you're successful with it. Um, you better have a prepared depth chart. If somebody gets injured, somebody's got to be ready to step in. And uh, and then you got to be competitive. I never walked on the field at North Dupin High School in a baseball, football, whatever game I ever played in when we thought we were going to lose. So I think that's a... That's part of it too. That's awesome, Coach. Uh, here's the one I've been kind of looking forward to because because I've I've never been uh, I've never had a guy this close to uh, retirement. Uh, you know, I've had a couple that were you know my age <laughs> getting get, starting to see it, but but never had. I mean, you you've had a uh, a super successful career highly regarded and now you're right here on the tail end of it i know you're and then gonna double dip so but the 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 million dollar question is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first got started um i, I thought about that when you had your list of questions i think there's a million things but um i think when we're young coaches um we 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 have to be full of fire and um, and, and, and almost, and, and to get our point across, because sometimes, you know, when I start, when I start, when I, my first head coaching gig, I was 25. So, um, 
So I think what I've learned is you don't have to yell and scream and kick dirt and, and spit uh, to get your point across. Um, I think that's probably what I'm going to go with. Um, it, it's funny because, uh, you know, I've never really considered myself like a, a the term strict kind of comes to mind um, because I just believe in what we do creates that and what, we don't have to really ever intervene. But, um, but some of the comments I've been getting from my players were, you know, you were always strict, but, you know, but you got your point across and, you know, and, and we love you for it and stuff like that. So uh, I guess if I'm remembered as someone that was, that was strict and that's better than being someone that was a pushover. So, uh, but, but I, I have learned there, there's, especially with the day's kids, they just don't react to as, as much to the yelling and the screaming and, and uh, kind of getting on them hard. It's sometimes even in baseball, it's a, you know, it's better just to pull the kid aside and, um, you know, kind of deal with them one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm not saying I'm not out in the middle of the 15 players at the field and we're running a drill wrong and I don't get a little loud still, but um, it's just in a different way. Cause I, I don't, I don't think today's kids respond to that as well as we did when we were coming along. So, um, so I, I guess that's the big thing I've learned. Awesome. Let me, let me go off script. What's okay. the, uh, what's the best message you've gotten from a former, uh, former player, one that sticks out in your mind, memorable. Um, I've gotten a lot here lately cause you know, Facebook's a big deal and they're all commenting and everything, but, um, uh, yeah, I put a Facebook post out the other day. I mowed my field. I said, probably for the last time. And, um, and, um, I said, you guys, you know, keep me in your prayers is, is, you know, I was, you know, and be there for me as I go through this change. And, uh, and well, I guess one guy said, coach, you were always there for us. So, you, so we, so we got your back. So, um, and, and there was four or five other comments along those lines. So, uh, so I've just always said, if, if I can do something in a kid's life to, to make a difference at some point in their, in their life and, or, or steer them in the right direction when they're 17. So they're going to make a good choice when they're 25 then my job was done anyway. It's not always about the, the championships and the wins and losses and that kind of thing. But, um, but I, I think that's the most important thing. And, 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 I, and I'll say a quote that I learned from my, from my high school coach. Once again, you know, every day's payday when you're working with kids. So, and I've always kind of believed that. Awesome. I, I, and I saw that post. That's what uh, I've been wanting to get you on this thing for, uh, for a long time. And I saw that post. I was like, Ooh, man, I better, I better get up with him before, yeah. he, before he uh, rides off into the sunset. Uh, I, I, uh, when you said that, I was just thinking, you know, you, you were 25 when you got your first head coaching job, my first head coaching job, I think I was 28. And because of Facebook, you know, I stayed off of Facebook for a long time. And then uh, I got on it just to like wish my wife a happy birthday one time and, and former players started contacting me and I, and I had a kid from my very first team contact me and we were talking back and forth, you know, uh, through Facebook. And uh, so I, I'm thinking in my mind, he's like early twenties and I, and I said something, you know, something about kids, you know, about his kids. <laughs> It turned out he was like 45 years old already. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think I think, I, think my, I think my first players are. Let's see, first first high school team I had. Those kids have got to be 97. Let's see, 13, 33, 20, 43, 44. Like I mean, there there's some of them. There's a kid I coached at uh, 
that is at Triton High School now that is nearing retirement because, you know, he was 18 and I was 25. So, I mean, he's got, he's got 23, 24 years in education. And that, that was the connection. It's like, man, I was only like five years old than these kids yeah. when they when they uh, when they were coming through. So. Yeah, when you we're, when you're in education, the, the kids never get older. You know, you, we get older, but the kids we're dealing with whatever they never get older. So right. Just, and the other thing I have a hard time with too is, um, you know, I'm like, you know, when I was 25, and a 42 year old man comes up to me and wants to talk about his kid, I'm like, you know, I'm a little intimidated. And now I'm older than everybody, so it's like, you know, I think I've lived enough. I, I, we can have a a little better conversation here so <laughs> yeah 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 that the the parents are getting younger that's, that's yeah that's the, yeah, that's, stay the same yeah, but the parents are getting younger there's very few parents you deal with by this point in time that are that are older than you so all right code well you did fantastic man i sure do appreciate you doing this the, the last one is contact information are you are, are you on twitter i am yes yeah, so i'm mike joiner 22 mike joiner 22 yeah mike joiner 22 I'll put that in the uh, in the show notes so that uh, people got a way to get up with you. And uh, any any final words, any final thoughts that you want to share? Anything you want to promote? No, I don't. I don't really have anything to promote. I just want to say I don't know who all's out there watching, but you know, through the through the uh, nearly thirty years doing this, um, you know, I've I've developed a lot of a lot of really close friends in this coaching business, and. Um, uh, been been a lot of ups and downs, you know. When you coach against each other, you know, there's always going to be some 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 stress. But you know, the most we've always we've always been able to maintain friendly. I, a lot of a lot of friends I went out with, a, a, you know, to dinner last night with a good coaching friend of mine. We wanted to get together before, um, you know, before all this happened. So, um, but just anybody's out there watching that I've been associated with, you've been a, you've been a part of this career, and and I sincerely thank you for it. So. Awesome, Coach. Awesome. Thank you so much, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you.